The show that is Dave and Giggles on Radio Free Brooklyn. What's up, Pete? Pete, it's been a while. Oh, man. Yeah. It's been an adventure. How you guys doing? It's been an adventure. Been an adventure. I got some stories to share, but, you know, we'll we'll ask how you are doing first because, you know, we'll get a... Yeah, I'm better than last time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> I think uh, I might be worse than last time, so we're equal. It'll, uh, oh, it'll no, balance. Dude. I'm fine. I'm fine, Pete. Just I, uh, go over stories. Just go over stories. Story. We're, we're just rolling in. Uh, this is Dave and Giggles. We got Pete Pigeon, who's going to be hanging us with uh, for the next hour. Pete, I went down to Mexico when I got bit by a beach dog, and I got I got 12 stitches. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Good thing I'm not a guitar player, man. I'd be uh, shit out of luck. So, uh, yeah, so like, so he saw (laughs) a dog, he saw a dog on the beach, like with his belly up and there was no one around. He goes and pets the dog and try to pet its belly. It's like a stray. It's yeah. like a Mexican stray dog. You don't go pet a Mexican <laughs> no, stray dog. No, I thought oh because my. it was on the beach that I was like, oh, it's not a street dog. It's a beach dog. No, it's still a street dog. It's just on the beach. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, wow. nip, nipped me. And I was like, oh, I got to I think that's going to need stitches. And the host that was with us, the guy who was like managing the, the house we were staying at was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, OK. And I was like, no, it's cool. He's, he's like, I got a guy. He's like, I'll take you to this guy. It's really cheap, really fast. And I was like, eh, all right. You know, like I had a really cheap, really fast. That's exactly what you want in an emergency. Yeah. So yeah. an hour, an hour later and $44 for sutures and antibiotics. $44. Yes. I'm out. So, uh, yeah. Wow. And you kept all your fingers for 44 bucks? Kept all my fingers. Um, wow. I'm going to see a hand special. My doctor, I saw her today virtually. She told me to see a hand specialist to get the stitches out. You got the claw? And just make it looks sure. like a little bit of a cloth. Thing. <laughs> well, it's starting to, you can see it's starting to swell up a it little is. bit. It is. So I don't know. I, I want to get that checked out. Yeah. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do a little American healthcare. Did they, uh, did they, uh, like give you any shots for rabies or no? Well, that's what she was saying. That, she was that'd like, be $46. That's yeah, 44 special yeah. doesn't include the rabies show. Mm-hmm. A little bit extra. Yeah. She was a little concerned about that. And then the doctor in Mexico was like, we haven't had a rabies case here in like 27 years. And then the other guy was like, Hey, everybody's gets, gets their dogs. Even if they're like street dogs vaccinated. So, so I got two sources that say, don't worry about rabies. But then everybody else was like, did you get your tetanus shot? Did you get your rabies shot? Got and it. I was like, I feel normal. If you know, but, uh, I, it's time to get, I'm gonna get a check. A little bit can't swallow. Yeah. A I start getting bit. really angry, but uh, that's my story. I had a great time wow. in Mexico. Other than that, but right. uh, I want to hear how you're doing because it's not well, about uh, me. It's about you, man. That yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's see. Last time we connected, I think I was in the cave. Uh, I was in the the little meditation zone of the house here. Uh, just trying to like mentally focus on speech and making words and Mm -hmm. uh, having an actual conversation with human beings Uh, that has developed into now I'm sitting on the couch in the living room, having a pretty normal, straightforward conversation with a full headspace. Uh, So that's, that's a plus. All right. Uh, And then music things are starting to happen again. Um, Obviously we'll talk about uh, mockingbird sessions coming up. Um, Jamie Alimarad, who I play with, is about to enter the studio to start recording a new record. Um, so we'll start filtering in some performances here and there in the fall and the spring. 
Um, I'm starting to get antsy about recording some new projects, uh, especially my band Funk. Uh, that was a project I was looking at two years ago and then COVID. Um, I'm still in the same place. Okay. All right. Uh, so after moving like a dozen times, you, you've settled. You've settled into one place. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the broad palette. Oh, and then uh, lessons from anywhere is still going. It's still picking up. Uh, your boy Jason's still t- taking lessons. So. Oh, good. He is taking lessons. Yeah, yeah. He's every time crack. I talk. Last time I talked to him about it, he was like, "I gotta, I gotta call Pete back." And, uh, <laughs> I was like, "Just do it. You'll have a great time." Good. I'm glad he's doing it. So th- those are all the things happening. We can dive into each one however you want, but. Um, yeah, man. Pete's a good guest. I, He's a polite guest. He yes. he gives he gives the plugs out, you know, and he kind of like gives the 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 index, yeah. the chapters, <laughs> right, right, like uh, the syllabus. Here's what, what we're going to talk, talk about. about, and then we'll get Here's into the bullet points. I do yeah, want to say uh, our mutual friend um, John Shannon, yeah, uh, just posted that um, his restaurant, uh, I Con Alma, Con Alma was voted the top 27 restaurants in America by Esquire. What? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Dude, that's insane. And, and that kid, I mean, he's got the like, golden What do you top. want to do today? I don't know. I want to be a restaurateur. Okay, cool. And then just immediately he's in the top 27. <laughs> he's got the golden touch. What can we yeah. say? That, that dude is a special human being, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks like Pete's in a, a diner, like a restaurant. You got that diner vibe. You know, I can feel yeah, like you're in like a country it, diner. It's because of this in the back. It's it's that like fake leather chair look oh, that nice. you would see nice. you know on the back of a booth in some Midwestern diner. Uh, but it's it's actually just there are two chairs sitting behind me. Just all right. I gotta ask you, Pete. Did you get vaccinated? Are you vaccinated? I, I was gonna. I was actually gonna send you a text. I was like, let just the only thing I don't want to talk about is vaccination talk. Perfect. Let's talk. About it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So, that was my bad for, for taking a shower instead of sending that text. Uh, That's all right. We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to. Good, we don't have to get question because it's the hottest topic uh, for really? better or for worse in the country at the moment. Most divisive. Uh, probably more divisive than uh, the presidential race. I mean, they um, go hand in hand. Some points, somewhere yeah. along the line in the Venn diagram, they 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 fall into line. Yeah, I, I, it's it, it's something that I just don't want to get into. <laughs> hey, hey, we don't have to do it. Hey, let's it. let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, Dave, so, Dave, so next question. That was joke. my question. That was your Damn question. It. That was it. That was uh, it. Yeah, I. Uh, I We'll we'll talk about a couple of uh, things that I saw in the news that were, and none of them are in that Venn diagram. Did you hear about that kid who uh, put out on TikTok uh, that he's he was turning seventeen and he put out a thing on TikTok and was like, "Hey, I'm having a party. Everyone come to Huntington Beach in in L.A." And uh, apparently, his friend blasted it out. And then, like a dozen or so, like TikTokers with millions of followers picked it up and they put it out. And thousands of people the night before came to Huntington Beach and they all just like started going nuts. And like 200 people got arrested, a riot broke out. And then eventually the kid was like, we, we can't, we can't show up at Huntington Beach. 
And uh, they, they, uh, someone, uh, some sneaker company was like, we can make money off of this. So they rented out a huge hall and then charged like $50 a piece, put that on, on TikTok. And then that was shut down by the police. So everybody was out 50 bucks who, who bought tickets for it. That started a riot. It was like a couple of days of riots because of this kid just turning 17. Good yeah, time. Dude, that's, Good that's time. pretty awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, can I get that dude to do my promo? Yeah. You should. <laughs> yeah. He knows how to promote. That's for sure. Yeah. If you got any, if you got any links to that dude, I got some shows that, you know, he could bring a couple thousand people to. That'd be a good look. Perfect. Let's try to get him. Let's try to yeah. get him. Do you wanna, uh, when's the next show? When did, have you played live? This is a two part question. Have you well, played live recently? And when, when's the next show? Yeah. Okay. So I, I will talk about uh, how COVID relates to performing live because that's obviously part of part of my life. But um, that I, I have the inkling of getting back out in the spring. I, I, I'm I'm Next waiting. Spring. I'm yeah. I'm waiting to see uh, how the experiment of is. Hey, let's just flip the switch. And yesterday you had to stay six feet apart, no masks. But today. It's everyone can go to 40,000 person venues, full capacity, no problem, masks off, vaccination. You just got to say that you got vaccinated when you go to the door. Texas, if uh, if you don't, uh, if you're a county that says that um, masks should still be a mandate, you get sued. Just uh, happens overnight, like in in a matter of a couple of days. For a guy who so, doesn't want to talk about it, he's yeah, he's he's, he's, well, he's no no no, no. specifically <laughs> I just don't want to talk about vaccines. No, I know, I know. But Quite. COVID's, you know, we can go there. I'm just saying that, like, that seems completely nuts and bonkers. That, like, oh, today we we fixed COVID and it's better now. Um, so I'm waiting to see what happens with that. If people are are safe and people are healthy and they come back from fish tour and they're still alive and healthy. Well, yeah, they're not going to be alive if they come back from fish tour. <laughs> it's basically, it's I mean, they, they have a lot of other problems to worry. Yeah, yeah. I remember, wasn't it like a couple of years ago that in Colorado, there was like some, we had the plague. The, the plague, bu- the bubonic plague, was in the the mm-hmm. prairie dogs. Yeah, was, so you, they didn't want pe- the campers, the hippies, to get that. bitten by yeah. the prairie dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. they have prairie dogs all over Dick's Sporting Goods Arena. So, uh, I will say this: uh, I am of the uh, the vaccinated kind, and I, I go around. And Colorado is a very sort of purplish state, and uh, our mask mandate has been lifted. And I feel like it's 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 not it's not okay. We're not over the hump. But I feel like I feel better knowing that I'm vaccinated. Hey, like I say, you can still get herpes. You can still get other STDs. <laughs> but as far as COVID, I'm pretty good. You know, I, you can still yeah. get bitten by a dog. You can still Dude, get rabies. Obviously. You That's know? Right. <laughs> get your tetanus shots yeah. and yeah. Uh, your rabies. Uh, I don't know if you have to get vaccinated for rabies, but you, you got to get your te- tetanus shots. Tetanus, definitely. I don't think there is a vaccination for rabies, but uh, they just don't no. want you to go petting stray dogs. That's no. pretty much no. the number one rule of no rabies. Especially right. if you've had a couple jalapeno margaritas and you just oh, got back from snorkeling and you're like living <laughs> your best life and you think that nothing can harm you, especially then. So yeah. what was your what was your initial reaction when the dog just leapt up and bit you? I was like, oh, I was like, oh, that's gonna need stitches. Like that's deep. Like that's a mm. you know, like a it's a puncture, you know, get get real close in there. You can see it. Oh, that's brutal, man. It's, that's it's pretty gnarly. brutal. That's not but, but, but I was pretty calm. I kept, you know, I kept, I put, I washed it out. I put pressure on it and then I kept it above my heart and I just stayed cool. Cause I was like, you know what? Don't freak out. Don't make a scene. 
just get, you know, like, just be cool, you know? Uh, and it, it sort of, you know, put a, you know, not a damper on the trip, but it like, it, it definitely <laughs> like say. slowed me down a little bit, you know, cause I was ready to go full tilt, you know, Puerto Vallarta, go nuts. And oh, then, uh, man. then you get bitten by a dog the second day you're there, you got to tone it down a little bit. You got to be like, listen, yeah. you're not invincible. And, uh, so anyways, <laughs> uh, so to answer your question, I haven't played live, probably won't play out live for a while, but. Bring it back, Pete. Bring it back. Uh, <laughs> but online performances, that sounds promising. Um, the Mockingbird Sessions sort of lit a fire. It was the first thing that I've done since COVID started. And that was very motivating because uh, it got me to play guitar and practice and start singing again and work towards a goal, which is obviously, you know, psychologically important to, you know, focus on something positive after, you know, over a year of negative stuff. Uh, so that really brought me back into focus. Um, and I, I'll probably do more of that stuff. Initially, I was not in into performing only online mm. because I had come from 35 years of just like, oh, playing live is the thing. You want people in front of you. You want to have that emotional response, connectivity, direct. Uh but after seeing, you know, a year of online stuff, it, it is possible that you can still give people that emotion. I mean, if you put on a record, you're not looking at people, you're not at the venue. But if I put on like a great Beatles record, I still feel emotion and I still feel captivated by it. So I'm, I'm sort of coming around to that being a, a possibility. And also the fact that you can reach a lot more people. Um, you can go global and, and with no overhead costs. Uh, the problem with touring was that, like, you know, if you break even, you did a great job. Usually you lose money and you almost never make money. Right. So that, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, you don't have the groupies if you do a live, uh, like a video virtual show. If you're doing yeah. the tour, then you get the groupies. I, you yeah. know, that's, give that's and a take. very important factor. Um, po I'm going to wait on the COVID situation a little longer COVID because group, that doesn't COVID. seem like it's in play to just be like, cool, let's go, let's go do that part of the industry. <laughs> so what made you say like, all right, let's do the Mockingbird. Why don't we uh, uh, talk about what Mockingbird is? Mockingbird yeah, Sessions, so, Dave. Uh, Mockingbird a friend Sessions. of mine uh, named Nicole Stern, who's from Colorado, um, <laughs> Colorado. She, she's a friend of a guy named Adam Detsky, who's on the board of Mockingbird Foundation. And Adam had just gotten on the board, like after a few days, and was hanging out with Nicole. And he's like, hey, you know, we're doing this online festival. And she's like, oh, you got to get Pete involved. So Adam called me and said, you know, what do you want? Are you interested? And do you want to do this thing? Uh, and I jumped on right away because I've actually donated to Mockingbird Foundation for quite a while. Uh, they are a foundation that raises money for underfunded school programs. Uh, they've already raised $1.8 million in 25 years uh, that they've been around. And they help schools that can't afford pianos and tubas and trombones and guitars and whatever else. Um, and it's all, it's a 501c3. So it's all volunteer, no profit, um, some ridiculously high margin, like 93% of the money goes to the schools. Um, they're really good people, good hearts. So this wasn't like a, 
uh, a money-making situation. And I didn't really need it at the time. It was just like, I, I have an opportunity to play. I'm going to take it. Uh, and it's for a great cause. Uh, Christian McBride is one of the other performers. Um, Benevento Russo, members of Yonder Mountain Spritz, String Band. Um, I think somebody from Infamous String Dusters is involved. Um, there's there's a bunch of acts. Uh, Ember.org is their site, and they've got information there. Uh, but it's being broadcast June 4th, 5th, and 6th, 6 p.m. Eastern, each of those days. Uh, I don't know how long, maybe five, six hours a day. Um, they got a lot of artists, but uh, they don't have a schedule out yet, so I don't know what day and time I'll be performing. But it will begin Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Nice. And all the money, or most of the money, basically, is going to go to underprivileged schools, pianos, instruments, teachers, workshops, all that kind of good stuff. You got it. Yeah, absolutely. Pete Pigeon, giving back, giving back the, uh, you know, getting out of the uh, the funk and getting into the funk. Yeah, into the absolutely. Funk. <laughs> right. Getting out, yeah, get out back of the in funk it. and into the funk at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, Perfect. About, a, man, I would say two plus years ago, a little over two years ago, um, I was working on Mercify, which was the solution to uh, how artists get paid fairly, transparently, and directly for streaming. I remember that. And then COVID just, you know, knocked that one out because I didn't have the capacity to wake up, much less run a corporate business that takes on the three major record labels. Right. So exactly. And you were, you were, your places, your uh, areas were burning at that point, I feel like. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Topanga was on fire. Yep. Um, and it just burned to the ground recently. I don't know if you heard that. It burned um, again. We're it's not, uh, not, not the houses or the people, but all of the forest land to the east of Topanga. Uh, an arsonist set it on fire oh, and an burned like 1,400 acres. Jesus. Jeez. Damn. An yeah. Did they catch him? So they did catch him, yeah. That's good. That's a major find. Like, that's a. That's a that's <laughs> I, I think time. he's in trouble. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think he's uh, going to be a little bit in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he did a bad thing. Uh, so I'm happy to be out of there, but I feel for the people who are still there. Everyone had to be evacuated again. Um, so anyway, I had put together all these album projects when I was doing Mercify stuff. So we'd have exclusive material. And one of them uh, was with my band Funk, which is Funk and Fusion. Um, and I put together this killer lineup. Uh, Vinny Kaliuta on drums, Hadrian Ferro on bass, um, uh, Larry Goldings on keys and um, I don't remember who I had on sax um, but anyway um, I put together this killer lineup and I was getting ready to do it and get it funded and then COVID stuff but it, it's eating eating a hole in the back of my head saying you gotta do this you gotta do this now um, so I'm trying to figure out a way to finance that and make it work because studios are expensive, very, very expensive. Musicians are expensive. Um, so I'm kind of reapproaching the whole industry as far as maybe I just look for grants. Stop thinking about trying to make a profit on stuff. Do more benefits. Um, 
you know, there's so many artistic grants in California and San Luis Obispo County and federal grants and independent grants and whatnot that maybe by going that way and stop thinking about the, the money-making situation, which is pretty shot in the industry as a whole, uh, just get the project recorded, get people to hear it. And that's really the priority. And that comes back around to Mockingbird. Emberg.org. Emberg.org. June 4th, 5th, and 6th. That's when yeah. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Eastern. Our guest is Pete Pigeon, a uh, uh, lifetime friend. I want to say lifetime, but we... we lifetime. Have, lifetime. Dave wasn't even here. I, I, I like to tell the story. Before, we hung out in this van. 2016, yeah. Outside of the John Shannon, or God, what was it? The Shift. The John Shannon, Shannon, the Shift concert. And uh, hung out with Pete, and now and now we're friends. Now we're hanging out. Yeah. And uh, the funny thing is, I've never met you, Pete. We've only met in this battle. <laughs> and I feel That's like right. you and, and Dave are better friends than I. I know. You know? Like, I mean, like, text all the time. That's right. Yeah. You guys are closer. And we got coffee last week, man. I don't know where you were, but digital coffee. Digital. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So I I I, uh, I don't know how much you want to talk about the performance. Because I know. Yeah. Did you see the? I gave you guys a little. Yeah. Preview. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I just didn't know if you wanted to say. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We can, we can talk about it. Cool. Yeah. So I watched a bunch of it. It is. It is so good. Uh, I think ending it uh, with that tribute. I don't know if I. I how much you want to talk about? But ending it with an. Yeah. Nice I mean, I, I don't know when. When are you going to broadcast? It'll be live. This will be Sunday. This will be Sunday. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because I want people to see it, so I don't mind talking about it because I want people to get psyched up so that they tune in. Sure. Um, so we don't have to be too secretive because, like, the more <laughs> they know is going to be like, whoa, he's going to do that? Yeah. Then that'll get them to tune in. Right. So The but, audience is like, what yeah. are they talking what are about? Talking what about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Why are they being so vague? <laughs> I think we could we like mention in the the tribute, the Eddie Van Halen tribute. It was yeah, it was just you just wailing with Eddie, you know, just it was awesome. And I I knew I knew it was coming because I know you're such an Eddie fan, and I feel like this has been you know in in your mind ever since he passed. So That's I don't great. know if we we talked since he passed. It yeah, might have been around talk? the same time. I don't remember. I can't remember, but I definitely thought of you when he passed, and I was like, "Ooh, we, we got to check in with Pete." Make yeah, sure that was a tough right. one, man. That was I was two days before my birthday. Um, it was it was a rough rough week. <laughs> uh, I did I did order this though. This is uh, my little tribute there, which says 19, uh, 19 EVH nineteen fifty five forever. Nice um, I like ordered it. that one. As a, nice. As Very cool. Just, uh, a and I was, I was watching, I was watching you, you know, you rip with uh, some Eddie Van Halen and I was like, love, love Eddie or not. Like he changed the game. Oh and yeah. There's the, the thing about Eddie is like, again, love, love the, the genre or not. The dude was like the most charming person on earth. Like you watch him and he was having, he knew, you could tell that he was having fun and he That's was right. enjoying his life. That dude had like just oozed charm. Like he was yes. so charming. So again, the dude. Yeah, a hundred percent. It came through his music. It came through his fingers. Um, he said in an interview that the only place where he was in his happy place was on stage. Yeah. Because uh, he just let rip, run around, people. and make people happy. What's that? In front of sixty thousand people. No. Big yeah, that thing. helps. Yeah. 
That definitely helps. Yeah. So what? What did uh, I know? We we don't have to talk about the whole lineup, but what made you choose all the songs that you you chose to do? Uh, it was it was basically if I don't ever play again and I have to leave a mark of this is the best I can possibly do. That was the approach to the performance. If that like, can sell you to go see this, I don't know what will. <laughs> no, like the best of Pete Pigeon right here. I mean, I, I pushed myself possibly masochistically of like, I'm just going to do the absolute most difficult, most challenging catalog that I can present or, you know, the most important things. So, uh, like the first song, The Ways We Change, has been the most well-received song I ever recorded and wrote. So that had to lead it off. Um, and then um, there was a tribute to my friend Kelly Lucia, uh, who passed away last year. So I put a song out there dedicated to her. Um, uh, Bob Dylan's 80th birthday which was, I think, yesterday, if not the day yeah, before. I think it was yesterday, which would have been Tuesday, since this is going to be on Sunday. <laughs> ah, that's right. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. right. Uh, yesterday. I didn't do any Beatles. No Beatles. Um, Dylan, though. But, uh, so I did a, a Bob Dylan tune. Um, uh, and then Chris Cornell. It was the 30th anniversary of Temple of the Dog. Yep. that record um and also the four year i think anniversary I think of his four or five i think, five, I think it was five. five but i i was also like gee, that felt like it was only a year ago like i know well covid doesn't count so you gotta subtract yeah, right. one no matter what right. <laughs> but i mean that i was shocked to see that like obviously anytime like um the the big like four when i when i look at it like tom petty um, Prince, Bowie, and then him. Whenever yeah. their anniversary comes up, they've been then dead for that long. That's insane. Yeah, yeah that was a rough time, man. It was. Just boom, 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 right after another, you know? I know. I, know. I and did listen all... to some Tom Petty this, uh, this afternoon when I was driving into town, and it was that, good. There's nobody good... better. He might be, in my opinion, the best songwriter that's ever lived. That's me. right. That's me. Well, I mean, I'm not really a fan. I, I appreciate and respect. So it, it's I don't put his music out. I did check out the new Wildflowers box set, which is really good. Yeah, I gotta listen. Um, but he's just not somebody that like I throw on all the time. He's you know, but I I, I appreciate and respect. And and what I think it is about Tom Petty is he's very simplistic. And for me, who's hyper-creative, it doesn't work for me because it's too simple. Too simple. Uh, but he had a nice way of mixing simplicity with endearment, where it was sincere and it was genuine. Right. Uh, he wasn't just trying to make a pop song so he could make a quick buck. He actually was genuine about what he was doing. Um, and so to do that, it, it's beyond my comprehension because I can't, I can't make that kind of song that's like 
she loves horses and her boyfriend too. Like, I, I, no way. I, game over. I can't. Like, it's, can't do it. it just doesn't work for me. I have to do something that has like 18 different chord changes and all this complexity to it because that's just the way I'm wired. But I, I understand that that kind of song is going to be a massive hit sure. because so many people are going to identify with it and connect sure. and that makes a genius songwriter right exactly i mean then the idea of just like breaking down a song and then putting it in its most simple and then using you know the the notes the chords that any teenager who's learning to start playing guitar that's right together and then you you know you start playing along and you're like oh this is a this is a tom petty song like that's you know, right anybody can play it anybody can sing it it's a sing-along song and it yep. just it hits you it hits you right in the heart and you're like yeah damn tom petty well that's and, what's and great about when he was on i was music, like oh yeah folk music and classic country it's the same thing right. you know it's just three chords but it's an honest story that people can identify with yep exactly um I actually thought about challenging myself to do that kind of song uh, because for me, that's hard. That's really difficult for me to play a more complex, you know, harmonic song. That's like my comfort zone. It's the opposite. You know, for me to write a really simple three chord song, like, man, I'd have to try really hard. So I thought about challenging myself to do that. <laughs> Would, uh, Mike, would you want to do that now? Do you want to? Do Let's do it. Uh, Mexican dog. It's called Mexican dog bite. Mexican dog. Mexican <laughs> dog bite. I'll, I'll have it to you by the end of the day. Yeah. It, you know, this was uh, not to, to bring it back. You know, it's a common theme uh, with the dog bite. But uh, my in-laws <laughs> were saying that if this had been one of my brother-in-laws or my brother-in-law, that this who's a musician, you know, classically trained pianist, they could have been a uh, career ending injury. Oh, yeah. You know, you get like a, a tendon or something like, you know, I can't play guitar for shit right pinky. now. I'm looking I, at that pinky. It ain't moving much. No, it's not. It's not moving a lot, you know, but I've been much. like, I've been stretching it and I've been trying to like, you know, been getting a, well, it's I, my dominant hand. Break, so I did break or I didn't break. I fractured uh, this, this knuckle right here. It's the only finger that I don't need as a guitar player because I need all four of these and I need the thumb. And then on the right hand, I need this for the pick, and then these other two for finger picking stuff. Dead. I don't use the pinky much. Luckily, one in ten chance. Uh, this fractured when the Red Sox won the World Series in two thousand four, and I, I hugged my buddy. It was Tory Marshall. A too aggressive. Uh, I got it. What's up? A little too aggressively. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a lot of alcohol involved. Got it was a stressful evening. Uh, and I got the pinky cotton in the loop, the belt loop of his jacket. Ooh. Uh, it was one of those long coats, you know, with the, with the sesh on it. And so it got caught in there and, oh, but I was so hammered and so elated <laughs> and excited and full of adrenaline from the victory that like, I didn't really feel much. So I went to Seven Eleven and I got a bag of ice and I just walked around all night with that in the bag of ice. And I didn't get it reset, so it kind of pops a little bit Oof. when I bend it. Uh, they said I could have gotten it reset. So moral of the story is get that shit taken care of yeah. ASAP. Right. Yeah, get that. I mean, that's what Mike's doing. He's doing virtual doctor appointments. Virtual doctor. Virtual doctor. Yeah, they just like reach through the screen yeah. and they just like work some mojo on it. What did they say about the uh, the the 
the the Mexican doctor job. Did did they say it looked good? I I think he did fine. I think for like it was amazing that for sutures and antibiotics, it cost me forty four dollars. <laughs> you know, I was like, if this was America, this would cost me like at least three grand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and or four or five. Who knows? But was the you know? antibiotics tequila? Uh, yeah, I wish. Uh, but now my my doctor says the antibiotics he gave me. I like how I'm talking just, about my health they issues. Just call Sammy Hagar and he like rolls up on like a golf cart and just gives you some, you know, pass it around. That's what I needed. But now she's got me on another round of these antibiotics because she's like the ones they gave you, they might not cover everything. So now I'm going to go on another dose of antibiotics, which she's like could cause diarrhea. No. And I was like, come on, I'm going to Mexico on these uh, again on these antibiotics that are going to cause me diarrhea. And I got to shoot this bougie wedding in Cabo and uh, I've got a bum hand. So, you know what? It's all right though. You know, I'm looking on the bright side of life. I got work. You're going, you're going back to Mexico. Back to Mexico. All right. So this time you, you, you've learned, you've learned a lesson. You learned yeah. a harsh lesson <laughs> and maybe this time will be better. Yeah. That's I'm not going right. to pet anything. I'm not going to pet any dogs, <laughs> pet any kids, people, nothing. Don't no pet groupies. Kids. Don't pet no, kids. Groupies. no groupies. Don't pet kids. Yeah. Don't pet kids. <laughs> no. Bad idea. <laughs> Whatever country you're in. So mverd.org, uh, June yep. 4th, 5th, and 6th. That's going to be one of the big dates for the online. Uh, does it, is it cost uh, any money? Does it, does no, it, totally free. Totally free. Totally, totally free. free. But all, if you'd like to make a donation, right. you can, right? That's the idea. Yes, like yeah. you watch it and then, you know, if, you pay, you pay to play. It, um, my socials will have links to the videos. Um, so, you know, whoever can't tune in whenever I'm performing, um, just check the socials that week. Um, Pete, Pigeon, um, Pete Pigeon. Yeah. Everything's at Pete Pigeon. Yeah. Um, the, the YouTube site is Pedro Paloma. Pedro uh, Paloma. Yeah. I just, I just keep a lower profile on the, the YouTube. I just like to have it exist. Um, but not really that being the center. I, I'll promote Paloma? it from... Is Paloma Pigeon in Spanish? It's as close as you can get. Yeah, because they don't have pigeons in Spain. They only have doves. So dove is Paloma. That's really Uh, funny. That's as close as you got. Yeah. That's that's pretty ingenious. I'm not going to lie to you. That's pretty good. (laughs) Um, Talk to me about the the studio you did it in. Was that... uh, Yeah. How did that work Sauce Pot Studios. um, It was actually a really interesting thing because... they had called me, my Mockingbird called, and they said, hey, man, we love your work. We think you're great. We'd love to have you as one of the artists on this thing. We can't pay you any money. We have no resources on the West Coast, and we can't reimburse you for any of the expenses for the recording and the filming of the project. Uh, are you interested? Sold. <laughs> so, Sold. <laughs> so, I mean, what better offer could you possibly have? Um, but I said yes, because I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to find a way to make this work because I don't have anything else going on right now. And it's kind of a blessing to get this call, uh, out of the darkness of, of COVID shutdown. Uh, so I called, uh, this place called Sauce Pot Studios in San Luis Obispo and said, look, here's the deal, you know, gave them the same spiel. Uh, you know, doing this for a good cause or raising money for underfunded school programs. Um, we'll promote you as much as we can. It's good CSR. You know, what are you interested? And they said, actually, yeah, we do want to promote the studio nationally. 
and this is a national platform. I think Mockingbird Foundation has like 1.2 million viewers. Um, so it's a good way for them to get the word out of a studio. And so they set up two cameras. Um, we did a, a full day session. Uh, they did the mix and the video editing and it took two months. Uh, I'm still just at the tail end of finishing the project. It was a giant project. Um, but we got it done and the dudes were really cool and flexible and, and good to work with. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, what's up. That's pretty soft, cool. soft spot. Uh, sauce pot. Sauce, sauce pot. pot. Sauce yeah, pot. Yeah, if I say if I say it with a little Boston in it, yeah. sauce pot. pot. Yeah, I was you like, there's, really a, yeah. there's a bar in Williamsburg called Soft Spot. So I was like, oh, oh. Same thing. but sauce pot is completely different. Sauce, sauce. pot studios. You like it the sauce? <laughs> sauce pot. <laughs> it's very similar. That's very. <laughs> That's, That's funny. funny. That is uh, so yeah, good bunch of dudes. Uh, real nice studio. Real happy with the way it turned out. Sounded great. Uh, so thanks, man. Yeah, everything everything came together. Uh, and then what? You you take that and then you send it over to them and then they put the whole package together for the concert. Yeah. So then they'll piece it together. Figure. I mean, it's very complex, obviously, and we're dealing with like a hundred gigabytes per performer. So there's like you know terabytes and terabytes of data that they have to move and shuffle and i don't know how they do it but um the way you can tune in it's a uh, fans.live i forgot to mention that it's a strange url because you know there people aren't familiar with dot live as a what do you call that a suffix what, what, what is that it's a good question the dot, dot the dots dot, the dot dot a dot thing yeah commerce uh, yeah Live. The fans.live oh. is, is where you can, and, and you just go on there. It's all free. You just say, Hey, I want to watch this program and you can log in and, and take care of it. Nice. Cool. Uh, Pete, or this is a, oh, go, go to Embird. You can go to Embird.com and it's yeah, org. org. Sorry. Embird.org. Yeah, yeah. And it's probably right there. Yeah. They have the link too. Yeah. All right. If you're just tuning in, our guest is Pete Pigeon. And he's hanging out with uh, Dave and Giggles. And uh, this is the part of the show where I like to give you an option. You have a, a choice. Uh, uh -oh. There's two things we can do. So one, we can either do show and tell. You, you grab something around your house that is meaningful to you. And uh, you describe it as much uh, visual acuity as possible. Pete's looking around. He's looking around the room. Around All right, me. take your time. There's no pressure. An option B. That he's option B is his, his, his <laughs> hole in his hand. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Option B, which you may not be prepared for, is uh, if you would uh, grace us with a song. We we may you not might not be prepared for that, but either show and tell or uh, we sing a song together. Got it. So I knew you were probably going to ask that, and I haven't I haven't done anything in a few weeks because I'm sort of coming off of the. We'll just do it the, acoustic. We'll just do it a uh, acapella. Here we go. The month. <laughs> um, so Five, six, did, seven, eight. Did I ever play the song uh, "You're My Girl"? It's sort of the upbeat, funky one. I don't. I don't it's I don't on the remember. video. So yeah. if you saw it on the video, uh, I don't I think remember last that one specifically. Time, last time I think I I debuted uh, "Missing in the Links," which is the the Kelly Lucia that one. Song. I remember, yeah. And then I think probably before that, I probably would have played um, "The Ways We Change" because that was sort of the one at the moment. 
Probably. But I don't know if I've done this one. I'll play it anyway. I yeah. love it. People see it again. The new it. He doesn't want to do show and tell. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I mean, maybe I'll do both depending on the yeah. time. Well, when he comes uh, back from the song, we're going to have him do some show and tell. Pete Pigeon. He's, all, he's up for anything. You know, like he's That's just, why we love yeah. him. I don't yeah. care. One of the good uh, friends of the show, you know? While, while you guys are... All right. Uh, the YouTube is Pedro Paloma. The uh, Mockingbird Foundation is mbird.org. Uh, uh, <laughs> Does that help or hurt things? That's, that's uh, it doesn't matter because I have it uh, attached. How's that hand doing? Is there pain? Is, do you have pain in that hand? A little bit. A little bit? It's getting better, though. It's getting... What made you go pet this? Because <sighs> I thought <sighs> margaritas was it? It's the margaritas and like the fact that like I was by myself and I was like I don't have to worry about the kids. What All I have to wife? worry about is myself. What did the you wife? <laughs> uh, the wife. Was yeah, concerned. I have I have a terrible angle here. I, just, I don't have the the eagle eye. It looks you know, great. The fisheye thing. The, we gotta so, send you a video, uh, camera fisheye lens. Yeah, I'm not, I have not progressed in technology over the last year. I, I didn't adopt anything to <laughs> the the new COVID of uh, everything's on Zoom, everything's online. I just used the thing on the iPad, and that's good it. Enough. You know, yeah, it's good yeah, enough. that'll work for us. Uh, so yeah, I'm not warmed up. I haven't played in a few weeks, so we'll just see what happens here. I love it. Uh, for all six million of your viewers, I hope they're not offended if I ask. Seven, two million. Two million. Seven. Seven. Seven million. Seven million. Yeah. Right. Uh, so let's see what happens here. Uh, this song's called uh, "You're My Girl." It's an original tune. You know why? 
tell you now, it's sweeter than all the honey, baby. Yeah, in the state of Massachusetts, oh. Well, I get so tired of being inside. Every time I see your face, you're my girl. He's They're so like, good. I he's know. not rusty. I know. Come on, I haven't played in a couple <laughs> weeks. Killing it. There You're we my go. girl by Pete Pigeon. I gotta ask: Have you played that song? And if it's too personal, you don't have to answer. Have you played that song for multiple girls? And they're like, the one girl, the later girl, was like, you know what? You played that for another girl before. You know, <laughs> be careful with it, right? Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty common. <laughs> yeah. I think every time that, that George Harrison wrote a song, the new girl was the girl that he wrote the song for. Uh, yeah. uh, to, honestly, to answer your, your question, but, you know, I wrote this one so long ago that no one would buy it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, the girl I did wrote write it for um, that relationship ended. Uh, not great. So, you know, it's, it's time. I think you can recycle it. It's not mm-hmm. about who, who you wrote the song for. It's who you're singing it to in the moment. That is true. Mm-hmm. And how you sing it and yeah. how you play <laughs> yep. the speed if, if the song and was, the uh, rhythm you of which you play it. You were my girl. You were, you were my girl. <laughs> then yeah, it would take on a whole different meaning. Total new meaning. I mean, it might not be bad though. You know, new meaning to a song. That's right. All right. Here's a question. Uh, you're sitting around, you're at a party. There's, there's a bunch of lovely ladies, men, whatever, you know, whatever your fancy is, whatever you're feeling in the moment. And uh, you, you're, you're like, wreck, it's, it's women, but yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's a, it's a new, it's 2021. I just like to, I, I, I know, I appreciate it. I don't uh, uh, pigeonhole you if, uh, if that's a right, pigeon, that's a right. Term. Doing <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Here's, here's the question, though. Uh, it's, I'm getting off topic, but he, you, you need a song to serenade. The ladies. What do you play? Do you play an original? If you play the original, what is it? Or if you play a cover, what is your like sexy serenading cover that you know you're like, all right, this is gonna impress them. This is gonna. Well, yeah, I mean, there's this stereotypical, you know, is it Lover Laid Down? Is it Wonderwall? Is it you know a Coldplay tune? Whatever. I don't You've know. Got a few. You've got a few. You've got a few. I will say I, that I, probably I one of and, the and biggest funny, ones. 
well, that you did on the in your performance out for June fourth, fifth, and sixth for mbird.org was the rain song, which is that yeah. any girl dead right there. Yeah, it depends. You'd have to have the right kind of girl, which is a good way to weed out a lot. That's if true. You want to hear that Swift jam or something? Exactly. Like I'm not. I'm not your guy. I think the but weeding it, out is really important too. Like you, you don't, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to like just throw anything out there. You got to. If like, you want, if you really want to clear a room out, except yeah. for two people, you know that's, that's a that's great it. way to do it. Exactly. All right. Uh, give, remind uh, me what this song is. I I didn't see the whole concert. What's rain? Is it rain song? Is that uh, the rain song by Led Zeppelin? Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't play it on here because it's. Uh, I want to know. Have you ever? That's not no, Zeppelin. That's not. No, it at no, all. That's not Zeppelin. Not at all. Credence. All right. Hold on. You know my music history. <laughs> my rock and roll history is I, lacking. I'm not going to play it because it's seven minutes long and I haven't practiced sure. it. But it's the one that goes. Uh, uh, some rainy bells. No. A couple more chords. No, not doing I mean, it for you. It was it was in uh, the uh, movie. Um, what movie was it in? It was in uh, crap. I'm, I forgot. One of my favorite movies. Oh, almost famous. Almost famous. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a big yeah. scene with that song in it. Great, great yeah. song. Great song. All right, I'll look at. I'll look at. I sidetracked here though. But yeah, have you have you heard of uh, this band Led Zeppelin? I have. <laughs> uh, Mike has not. He uh, <laughs> living under a rock with a dog that bit him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's like Taylor Swift, bring it, dude. T Swift. Zeppelin, what? <laughs> uh, but I do want to answer your question. Um, so I don't, I don't know a lot of covers. I'm not much of a cover guy unless I really sit down and like focus on intentionally learning some covers, like you know, uh, "Say Hello to Heaven" or "Rain Song" or um, the Eddie Van Halen stuff. Like it takes a lot of work and a lot of practice. So I'll really dedicate to it. But I'm not the type of guy who just like can whip out a song. I can play the song. If, if you give me the lyrics, got to figure it um, out. Yeah. I could probably figure it out on the spot, but um, no, I have this, I have this one song called um, um, my angel. Ooh, that's, that's, nice. that's the go-to. I, I are we still on the serenading song? Are we still on the serenading? Topic, is right. Answer, okay. Answering that question. Yeah. You, well, uh, will, you give, will you give me a little bit? Will you serenade? I know I'm not your fancy <laughs> Pete. It's, but, uh, it's the song that I'm hoping uh, Ed Sheeran hears one day and he's like, dude, I'm, that's my song. I'm going to record it. So, and if you're out there, uh, you know, this I'll is send the this one. along to him. Good friends with them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, give, <laughs> yeah. Him, give him a shout. Text him after this. Yeah, I'll text him. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's his kind of tune. It, it's... Uh, At the club tonight, and I sat beside you in the booth. I heard that you turned the love in 22. I thought the thing to do would be to buy you a slice of pie, and then I could be yours, yeah, and you could be mine. Yeah, I could be yours and you could be mine. 
and I'll skip to the chorus. Life is long. I don't want to be a stranger in your world. I just want to be your angel. Girl, just don't tell me you've got plans inside. Cause I want to be your angel tonight. So if that doesn't get the job done, I'm out of luck. <laughs> I can't hear Dave's you. muted too. We were both muted while you were playing. I was <laughs> muted. I was muted. Um, I'm going to tell you what that reminds me of. During that song. Yeah. So that reminds me of like when, when I'm, I'm hitting on a girl, I'm like, like, Talking to her all night long, right? Years and, ago, years ago, Dave. Years ago. Yes, I, yes. I'm just, I'm just, this is like totally, you know, just a, a hypothetically speaking, hypothetical, hypothetical situation. I'm hitting on a girl, talking to her all night. I'm putting in the time and effort to really get to know this girl, and then you come in and play that song, <laughs> and then I am completely forgotten. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, now I will, I will tell you the honest truth, because that's what everybody thinks, right? Now I'm the star and you're, you're out of luck and she's all starry-eyed. It doesn't work that way. The way that story ends is I don't get laid. She's hanging out with you, listening to me perform, mm -hmm. holding your hand, going, oh, my God, isn't he great? Let's go make out. And What's I finish the song and everyone's off making out and doing their own mm -hmm. thing. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, all right, well, time for rain song. <laughs> time for the rain song. Everyone's cleared out. Oh man. Yeah, that, that's a beautiful song, Pete. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. Thanks. It was, it was nice being serenaded. It's been a while. It was. Yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> back to your question about my sexuality. I don't know if I should uh, finish that one. <laughs> Yes. I, do, uh, I have some uh, uh, breaking bad news. Not breaking uh -oh. bad like the movie, but bad news of uh, breaking news. The uh, you remember the uh, School of Rock movie? Yeah. Remember the drummer, his uh, Freddie, the drummer. He had like the spiky hair. His real name okay. was uh, Spazzy McGee. He was just killed in a bike accident. Mm. Yeah. Jeez. Brutal. Brutal in Chicago. Jeez, like it. like a, a like a like a pedal bike. Yeah, he was riding his bike. He got Jeez. hit by his car. Oh, yeah. Way to way to bring Ooh, it down at the I end mean, of the show, Dave. Yeah. God, breaking yeah. news. You got uh, to have breaking and, and news. And on the highlight, that will not get you late at a party. No, 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 <laughs> it will not. Uh, well, I guess so the, the, great song. Let me remind you about this death that happened this week. Yeah, yeah. Bad, times, bad times. We sort of get used to it. I mean, there's been I don't want to say like we've been a. Uh, uh, what's the word sort of accustomed to death, but I feel like death is like, all right, you're just kind of like, I mean, it, it definitely goes with life. And even before COVID people died, but now I feel like people just die a lot more. There's just more death. There's been a lot more death, maybe a ton, maybe a ton more. As yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hear this really happy song about? Yes. Love? Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> Pete pigeon. Pete pigeon. We got a uh, mbird.org. That's like M, the letter, bird, like the bird, and then .org, June 4th, 5th, and 6th. That's and right. you can go there and uh, you can watch Pete play. And uh, I also want to give a shout out to Lessons From Anywhere. Lessons From Anywhere. 
um, all instruments, uh, online lessons anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. Um, you want to learn guitar, flute, vocals, drums, bass, lessonsfromanywhere.com. We got you covered. That's awesome. I also, uh, I, since you're not going to do it, uh, Sauce Pot Studios. I think we should yes. give them a shout out because they gave you free studio time. That's always a good thing. If they're great, yeah. I mean, they won't do that for everyone. No, but no, they're they doing not. it they'll for, do it for uh, the right cost. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, that, that is our hour. If you want to stay tuned for what I got going on. Pete um, Pigeon, all social media. Yeah, at Pete Pigeon. And, and I should also mention Pigeon is P-I-D-G-E-O-N. There's a D in there. The, the bird doesn't have the D in doesn't it. Doesn't have the D, right. Yeah. And, and Pete's coming out of hibernation in the spring of 2020. So if you want to see Pete live in person, we got to wait till next year, the spring. You got to start booking now, though. See, that's the teaser for all the booking agents to be like, oh, we got to get ahead of the curve. Yeah, totally. Let's get you to come Uh, out to Denver. I think Denver's calling you, right? Yeah, yeah, they they are, man. I always play Denver. I love Denver. Um, I try and play there every tour. Um, Last time I was out there, we did um, Sloan Lake. Uh, they got a yearly annual uh, music festival out there. We headlined that. That was pretty cool. Um, and the time before that, we played the Fox on a co-headline, which is awesome. That place is the greatest. Um, Cervantes and Ophelia's show a lot of love out there. We played there many times. Great venues. Um, I used to do Foco MX uh, up in Fort Collins. I don't know what their schedule is, but... Um, that was always a good time. You uh, the brewers. You got to book them. You got to get on that. Go down to these bars. Start booking them for next spring. Yeah, I'll drive out there real quick. Hey, is is Dave here? Uh, can I talk to him real quick? He's not here. Okay, uh, that's cool. I'll just leave. I'll come back I'll another back. time. I'll be back. Let's drive back to California. Two two thousand miles. You yeah. know, no big deal. No big deal. Uh, I but yeah. Awesome. I, I will let you know when, when we're hitting Colorado. Awesome. I can't wait sure. to see this show, and uh, it's going to be good. I mean, yeah, I, thanks I, for I, hanging out with us, man. This was, yeah. uh, Dude, thanks for having me. It's always good to reconnect. You guys know me more intimately than most uh, this is true. through these shows. <laughs> I feel like you've talked to us more than you probably talked to anyone in the last year. So that, that, Actually, that's makes true. Makes feel good. <laughs> All right, good we'll times. We'll see you next time, buddy. Yeah, take care of the hand. Uh, great to see you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, send me a link for uh, the episode so I can oh, have I definitely will. Definitely. You'll be the first one we send it to. Definitely. Uh, the only one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got one viewer. You got one right. viewer right yeah, here. Great. Pete knows. Pete knows. Yeah, Pete does know. <laughs> All right, I got to pee. I'll talk Thanks, to guys. you guys later. See you, Pete. Later. All right, later on, guys.